Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good, and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. Another beautiful day starts, and here we go with cooking something good. Hey, we have a great show today. We're here in the Conway Scenic Railroad Broadcast Studio, where the CSG Broadcast Network is bringing you another exciting episode of Cooking Something Good. And today... We have another good friend of mine, this time from Montreal. His name is Jan Chabanay, and he owns a cool little Italian joint called Geppetto. It is an open border again. We can get to Canada. We can get to Montreal and or Quebec City. Take advantage of it while you can. Get away for a couple of days. And Geppetto is a really great restaurant and, and Monsieur Sean Bonnet is a extremely nice man, gentleman, old school gentleman. You really like him. You love his food. And Montreal is always fun. Of course, we're going to have the Sharila deal of the day, the foodie know-it-all, the dear Dave. Lots of fun, lots of laughs. Food is fun. Fun is food. It's always foodie fun here at Cooking Something Good. So let's get started. Hey, it is the Sharila Dila the day time. And if you plan on barbecuing in the near future, you're going to want to jump on this one. It is 50, 50 50% off on Jones Sweet and Tangy Barbecue Sauce. $24 value, just $12. Mary Jones was on our show a couple of months ago. She is from Kansas City, Kansas, and her and her sister run the family barbecue joint now. People line up for hours to buy the sauce and to buy the barbecue. They only make so much in a day, and when it's gone, it's gone, but it's so good. People are willing to stand in line and take the chance of being shut out. I know why now, because I have been using this sauce, and I like to make my own sauce too, but this sauce is unbelievable. The Jones sisters do a great job. They're not only amazing business women, but they are just great chefs. They're great barbecue pit masters, to put it more precisely. And if you want to try a very special barbecue sauce, it goes on chicken, goes on pork, goes on beef. It's it's just really good. I think you're going to love it. Go to cookingsomethinggood.com. And you can order it today. Limited supplies, but it is half off. A $24 value, just 12 bucks. You can't beat it. It is today, Sharila Dila, the day. And you can get it at cookingsomethinggood.com. 
And while we're giving stuff away, let's do it again because we love to give stuff away here at Cooking Something Good. It's time for the Dear Dave question of the day. Every single day, we read a listener's question on the air. You can send in your question to Dave at Cooking Something Good. If we read yours on the air, you win a gift certificate, just like Joaquin from Ashby, Massachusetts. Joaquin R. He wins a $25 gift certificate to UU's Japanese Bistro in Nashua because we are just about to read his question on the air, and it's a pretty good one. Joaquin writes, Dear Dave... I was watching a Seinfeld episode recently, and in this particular episode, Jerry and his friends have Jerry's girlfriend eat turkey so she falls asleep and they can play with her toys, which are toys they enjoy playing with when they were young. Is it true that turkey makes you tired and can put you to sleep? I know we always fall asleep at my house on Thanksgiving after we've eaten our turkey. And that comes from Joaquin in Ashby, Massachusetts. Hey, Joaquin, thanks for the question. You win a $25 gift certificate to UU's Japanese Bistro in Nashua. And the answer to your question is, I'm going to do a drum roll. Absolutely not. There is absolutely no truth. It is a myth, a complete myth. Actually, chicken has more tryptophan than turkey has. The reason you fall asleep on your couch, because I know that's what you're thinking, uh, it's not true, Dave, because every Thanksgiving we fall asleep on our couch, all of us. The reason you fall asleep on your couch, my portly Thanksgiving friends, is because you've eaten not just the turkey, but the squash and the potatoes and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce and the pie and the cake and whatever else they've sloshed onto your plate. It's from overeating. It is not from the turkey. Luckily for Joaquin, either way, he's a winner. Joaquin, thanks for sending in your question of the day and the Dear Dave question of the day. And you will be sent that gift certificate to use Japanese Bistro right here from your friends at Cooking Something Good. We're going to take a quick break, pay a couple of bills with a couple of commercials. When we come back, more foodie fun right here at Cooking Something Good. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Have you ever thought about having your own show? It could be a cooking show, a lifestyle show, or maybe even a short video series. It could be a topical audio show or maybe even a podcast. If you've had an idea for a TV show or a series or maybe a short film, but thought it would be impossible to create, produce, and get aired, you may be in luck. Soon, the CSG Broadcast Network will be holding auditions for new programs on our network. The auditions will be held from November 1st through December 15th. If you're interested, please call us at 732-336-1040 or you can email us at jack at cookingsomethinggood.com for more information. Thanks again and forks up. Hey, all you foodie gastromaniacs. One of the questions I get all the time is, you started your broadcasting career later in life. What did you do before you were a cooking show host? Well, 
For 14 years, I was a stay-at-home dad, which was great. Honestly, it was the best job I've ever had. But for 28 years before that, I worked at and then I owned and operated a waste and recycling company that was started by my grandparents in 1947. It was called Dusso Trucking. And over the years, I met lots of great and sometimes not so great owners of other waste and recycling companies. Now, of all the trash companies anywhere in the country that I've met, my favorite is a wonderful family-owned business called E.L. Harvey & Sons. And no matter what your waste disposal needs are, this is the family-owned business you want to work with. Yes, family-owned and family-operated since 1911. Same family. There's no corporate big listed on the stock exchange company here where you're just a number to them. E.L. Harvey is truly family-run. If you ever go to any of their facilities, chances are there is a Harvey working there. And I mean working. These folks are highly professional. They're cutting-edge business executives. But these women and men, these Harveys, they are not afraid to get their hands dirty. Oh, and let me tell you, when it comes to giving back to the communities they work with, I have never met or worked with a more generous family in my career. They are always donating, and it's not just money, but time, material. I cannot say enough about this company and this family, the Harveys. So if you've been meeting for a long time to, say, clean up or clean out that old garage or cellar, yard, storage shed, whatever, or if you have any other waste disposal needs, I could not recommend E.L. Harvey & Sons more highly. Give them a call, 508-836-3000, or find them online at E-L Harvey, that's E-L-H-A-R-V, like victory, E-Y, harvey.com, and tell them Dave Dusso said they're the best. E-L Harvey and Sons, quietly improving the quality of life with economically affordable and environmentally sensible waste disposal and recycling since 1911. This week's recipe of the week comes from Cheryl P. in North Conway, New Hampshire, home of the Conway Scenic Railroad, one of our great sponsors, and it's for clam chowder. Cheryl writes, it's good when it's cold also, and she tells us that the quantities make about one and a half gallons. Here's what you need. Seven to ten medium potatoes diced, two medium onions also diced, two stalks of chopped celery, two tablespoons of chopped parsley, four strips of bacon diced, four cloves of garlic, or one teaspoon of chopped garlic, one stick of butter, a half gallon of milk, one tablespoon of olive oil, four cans of small chopped clams if you can't get fresh, three bottles of clam juice, two bay leaves, sweet basil to taste, and cornstarch. And here, word for word, is how Cheryl makes her clam chowder. She writes, in a two-gallon pot, put the diced bacon, one teaspoon of olive oil, parsley, onions, and garlic, and simmer until the onions are clear. Then you drain your clams, and you put the juice in the pot along with the bottled clam juice. Reserve the clams themselves. Reserve the clam meats. Add your potatoes, celery, bay leaf, basil, and enough water, if that is necessary, to just cover all the ingredients. 
and simmer that for about one hour until the potatoes are very soft. Then you add your clams, milk, and butter, and you mix one tablespoon of cornstarch with cold water and slowly stir that into the chowder to thin it out. Don't let the chowder boil, she writes. Serve with warm garlic bread or any crusty bread of your choice. Nice little recipe. You can find it along with Cheryl's picture at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's Cheryl P's clam chowder. It is the recipe of the week. Hope you enjoy. Here at Cooking Something Good. When it comes to those things in your kitchen you determine to be necessities, everyone has their own unique style. For some, it's just the right cookware, and for others, a certain fish sauce and a brown sugar from Barbados are must-haves. And for me, it's a good extra virgin olive oil. And in my kitchen, there is always only one, and that's Manny's olive oil from the Greek island of Crete. Manny's olive oil is harvested by hand, so rare in this day and age. Not some huge automated machine. That means no chemicals, and it means only the best olives make it into each bottle. Manny's olive oil comes from his family's own native olive trees on Greek's largest island, Crete. This affordable gourmet olive oil has a unique and bold flavor that can't be found anywhere else. Manny's uses only the highest quality of olives, which means they produce the highest quality olive oil. Manny's olive oil is for sale at cookingsomethinggood.com. Manny's olive oil from Greece with love. Hey, gastromaniacs, I want to tell you about a game-changing spill recovery solution for every home and every industry. It's called Spill Solved. Whether you have a residential, commercial, or industrial spill, SpillSolve works faster, cleaner, and safer than any product on the market, and it's reusable. SpillSolve works instantly on all kinds of spills, leaves no oily residue, and it leaves the affected area safe for foot or vehicle traffic immediately. It's great for restaurants, gas stations, workshops, airports, and any other space where spills occur, including, yes, your home. It's simple to use, cost-effective, self-stored, and non-biodegradable, which means it doesn't break down and release what is absorbed, which means it's better for the environment. SpillSolved is truly an amazing product, and you're always going to want to have SpillSolved nearby for when that nasty spill happens. SpillSolved is for sale at cookingsomethinggood.com. SpillSolved, the new standard in spill recovery. Hey, we're back here at Cooking Something Good. You know, for the last couple of weeks, I have been talking about, listen, I know a lot of people want to go to France or to Europe, but the best way to get to Europe without crossing an ocean is going to either Montreal or Quebec. The border is open. It's an opportunity to have some great food. I've been bragging about how much I like French food, but there's a restaurant in Montreal it's called the Geppetto. Uh, the one I love is on uh, Rue Bobien, and it's owned by Jan Chabanet. Jan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Dave. 
Now, as you know, we are, and I always put the disclaimer out, but uh, we are old friends, and now it's getting to be very old friends at this point. What's probably 25 years, maybe? 25 years and counting, Dave. Oh, wow, that's a long time. So, you know, a nice boy like you, who's from Quebec City, who grew up around, you know, really fine French dining, naturally opens a little Italian restaurant in Montreal. How did that come to be? Well, you know, my love for pizza has always been there. <laughs> and uh, we seemed to find that there was more and more enjoyment for pizza. There's a big thing with the Napolitan-style pizza here in Montreal. So we decided to give it a go about uh, 12 years ago in the first location and eight years running now in the Bobien location, which you were discussing. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. It's hard for me to describe. It's a pizzeria, but it's a trattura too. How do you you describe it? Because it's a little bold. So it's a um, bonafide wood oven pizzeria where we do a lot of the risotto, the Italian salads, the pastas. But our main, the name of the game still is Napolitan-style pizza. And what, what do you guys, what are some of your specialties? Well, we're known for our killer carbonaras, wonderful pizzas, of course, amazing risottos, a couple of very nice appetizers. The Caesar salad is just the winner. A little bit of everything. We play around with the, the Italian and the put in a little bit of our Quebec style into it. So it makes for a nice little uh, mishmash. Yeah, and let's just talk about your carbonara for a second because I grew up part French-Canadian, part Italian, and part Polish, so my mother doesn't get mad at me. I have to mention the part Polish always. But uh, for me, carbonara was always uh, the eggs mixed in with the cheese and a little bit of, of the pasta water to kind of thicken it up a little bit. You guys, and I see it more now, but... Years ago, it was the first time I've ever seen it, and it's probably one of the best. You, you may have the best carbonara I've ever had. Can you describe how you, how you make and serve your carbonara? Well, it's uh, pretty much as you described. Uh, we do a little bit of cheating with about an ounce of cream just to speed up the process of thickening, and we put the fresh egg yolk on top of the pasta, which you can mix in with your pasta at the table. So, yeah, it's a little cheat. Uh, but it makes for a wonderful result. It really does. It's a great presentation to begin with. The first time I ever had it was with you there, and you said, and you said, I know how much you like carbonara, and I, and I have to go back for a second. I can attest to how much this guy loves pizza because we used to go out, and uh, after an, a fun night out in, in the bars and in the clubs, Jan always had to get pizza, and it, it didn't seem like if it was 4.42 in the morning, he would still get pizza. Everybody else was waiting in line like me for some... Uh, for some poutine, but uh, Jan is a pizza guy. But anyway, the first time, you remember that story? Anyway, the first time I, yeah, I ever had it, you said this is going to be the best carbonara you ever had, and, and I, I had my doubts in every time. Sometimes, twice now in my life, I have woke up, had lunch, and then said, you know what, I'm getting in my car, I'm making the drive, and I'm just going to go get... Uh, some carbonara from Geppetto's, and it's, uh, I think, twice I've done that. That's how good it is. Listen, the border's open. If you get a chance and you want some, a great cultural experience and great food, uh, whether it's French or Italian or any other kinds, and Jan, can you talk to this a little bit? People, you know, when they think Quebec City or Montreal, they always think, oh, I'm going to go up and get French food. It's a really diverse food community. Can you talk a little bit beyond your restaurant of, of the diversity of the food in Montreal? Oh, yeah, for sure. 
we have a, a very international foodie scene, uh, you know, a lot of Asian influences, uh, of course, the European, South American now is booming. So it's a little bit all over the place. And uh, when you know, when you know the good addresses, you can't miss out. It's just wonderful. And one of the great addresses is, of course, the Rue Bobien, uh, Geppetto's. Any other places after they've enjoyed your food that you would recommend? Maybe not, you know, from a food perspective, but maybe from a, a tourist perspective, people who have never been to Montreal, any, any great uh, attractions that they should see other than, of course, uh, the Molson Center, home of my beloved Montreal Canadians, uh, who I always support and take a lot of, what would you call it? criticism for down here <laughs> to say the least <laughs> <laughs> well look listen i think we have probably one of the greatest asian slash uh sushi raw fish japanese restaurant uh here in montreal which is the antonio park restaurant park resto mm-hmm. amazing the guy has his own uh permit importing permit for fish He's the, I think he's the only one in Canada to have the true um, Kobe uh, import license. Uh, just a great, great place. So Park Restaurant in Westmount, amazing. And another one I would run by you, downtown in the old port, Le Garde Manger, with our famous uh, chef Chuck Hughes, with which I play hockey. Mm-hmm. Another great, great place to go. All right. And how about tourist attractions? There's so much that people don't realize there is so many great attractions in Montreal. Well, we have um, the Biodome, which is by the Olympic Stadium, which is a nice uh, biodiversity, uh, nature, uh, inside nature, uh, we'll call it park, has just been redone, which is very, very nice. Uh, Another thing that uh, we are not known for, but uh, is something that is up and coming, is our MLS. Uh, team, the uh, Montreal Football Club. This is just a great way to spend a summer evening or autumn evening because there's games until November. Just an amazing setting with the Olympic uh, Tower just behind you, the sun setting down, and a good game of football. Hey, Jan Chabanet, uh, owner of Geppetto in Montreal and Rubo Bien. I miss you, my friend. I cannot wait to see you. It's going to be very soon, uh, hopefully in the next 21 days. And please give my love to your wife and your absolutely beautiful children. And hopefully a lot of people get a chance to get up to Montreal now that the border is open. Jan, thanks for being with you, my friend. Shutem. Thanks for having me on the show, and your killer carbos will be waiting for you. Go, <laughs> hats, go. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Jan. All right, Dave, thanks. Hey, foodies, do you have kids? Maybe you're a railroad buff. If you're looking for some great family-friendly fun, or you're just a train nerd like me, then the Conway Scenic Railroad is a must because they not only combine family fun with the feeling of old-time rail travel, but they have great full kitchen cars and offer different meal options depending on what excursion you choose. A train ride with the kids, food and drinks, the beautiful New Hampshire countryside, it's a great day in beautiful North Conway. And after your trip on the Conway Scenic Railroad, there's still so much to do. 
North Conway is a restaurant town. It's an outdoor activities town. And for people who love to shop, there's great little artsy boutiques as well as the Settlers Green Outlets. So if you like to shop, this is a great town. For more information about the Conway Scenic Railroad, go to cookingsomethinggood.com and click on the little train icon that says Conway Scenic Railroad. The Conway Scenic Railroad. It's an old-fashioned railroading experience. Hey, all you foodie gastromaniacs. I want to take just a moment and talk to you about Cooking Something Good's website. It's cookingsomethinggood.com. And cookingsomethinggood.com is a place for foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, and more. You can go there to buy gift certificates to restaurants. You can buy food-related items. You can buy specialty food items from around New England and around the country. And if you have something that you want to sell, you can actually sell your product if it's food-related at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's a website that is just for foodies, and it's a place you can go and know that whatever the deals are, that they're good deals because we approve everything that goes up there. It's cookingsomethinggood.com. It is the official website of cooking something good, cookingsomethinggood.com. Foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, and more. Brought to you by us here at Cooking Something Good. Here we are. Great to be back. Oh, what a day, huh? It's been a lot of fun so far. We learned, we had an opportunity to win. We listen to people who are foodies, like us. Not a bad day. Here's another chance to win. It's time for the foodie know-it-all question. If you want to win a $50 gift certificate to You Use Japanese Bistro, today's a good one, $50 gift certificate to You Use Japanese Bistro. All you got to do is be the first person to answer this question. What is the most popular? What is the most popular, the most eaten fruit in all of South America? Be the first person to call 732-336-1040. Leave your name, your number, and an email address where we can reach you. And if you're the first to call, you get that $50 gift certificate to you use Japanese Bistro in Nashua. It's from your good friends here at Cooking Something Good. It is the know-it-all question of the day. Thanks to Jan Charbonnet, owner of Geppetto Restaurant in Montreal. Remember, the Canadian border is open. You can get to Quebec now. You can get to Quebec City, to Montreal We've all kind of wanted to take some kind of a vacation over the last couple of years, I'm sure, or at least a little getaway. Montreal's an easy drive. You can hop a flight. It's not that far away. Spend a weekend, a long weekend, maybe even a week. Have some great French food, experience a different culture. Yes, it would be great to go to Paris right now. You can't. So let's take advantage of what we have. You know, that's it for another episode of Cooking Something Good. As always, we are extremely proud to inform all our CSG Broadcast Network listeners that today's show resulted in minimal monetary damage, almost no FCC trouble, 
almost no property damage, except, of course, to jack the intern's brain cells, and we started nothing on fire that we couldn't manage to get out easily. Special thanks again to our guest, Jan Chabonet from Geppetto Restaurant in Montreal. Cooking Something Good is a member of the CSG Broadcast Network, all rights reserved. Special thanks, as always, to executive producer Jack. How did I ever get mixed up with this mad Frenchman Hessian? Montague Webworks and WSMN 1590 and 95.3. Also, all the folks who pull the rope that opens the door at Nick's Nest Hot Dogs. Until tomorrow, forks up to all you gastromaniacs, and don't forget to check out Cooking Something Good wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as all your favorite social media pages. Until next time, make today foodie fun. Foodie fun.